we open through bleary eyes. We hear the sound of lapping waves and squawking seagulls. A fine mist has rolled in, obscuring the already blurry vision. We take a step forward. Below, we can hear the sound of sand shifting beneath us as we look down and see bare feet. Our vision clears just enough to make out the beach in front of us. We take another step forward. We hear the sound of one big wave, followed by an immediate snap. We turn and rub our eyes, allowing us to see an old off-white motorboat that has been smashed on some larger rocks. We step closer, slowly. Pieces of the vessel have caved in, and some get pulled away by the waves with another snap. Large punctures in the side look like claw marks, and clumps of the sand below have been dyed a brick red. Our inspection is cut short by an immediate need to vomit, and we see the ground approach all too quickly as we collapse to our knees. Our eyesight is still a little blurry, but we can see just enough to find something pushing up against our wrist. There is a moment of breathing before we pick it up, and as our vision finally clears, we see a mangled, severed hand, and we run. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Good Neighbors, an actual play podcast of Monster of the Week. If you like what you've heard so far and you want to support us, please follow us on Twitter at GoodNeighborRPG, no S, or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash GoodNeighborsRPG with an S. Thanks for listening, everybody. We open on the streets of Constance late at night. From the sky above, fine green specks buffet the camera as it zooms in on a lone dirt bike. We hear the whirring of its engine as the rider flits through lamplight after lamplight. The camera cuts to the face of Flint O'Hare in the night. Flint, what do you look like right now? Sweating, nervous, but determined. Uh, Probably still following speed limits, but only barely. Perfect. And where do you go first? First place I go is to the local not YMCA. Yes, perfect. We see the the dirt bike zooming across town until it comes up to a a local uh, youth center and gym, uh, gymnasium, uh, where we see an old kind of pickup truck has just pulled away and we see a young... Back Tui, with her gym supplies and a duffel bag and whatever else she's carrying with her, just outside as she's prepared to go home. Uh, Beck, I believe you have a beginning of the mystery move if you want to roll that now. Oh, sure. Okay. So it says, when you are in good standing with your sect at the beginning of each mystery, roll plus charm. On a 10 plus, they provide some useful info or help in the field. On a seven to nine, you get a mission associated with the mystery, and if you do it, you'll get some info or help too. On a miss, they ask you to do something bad. If you fail a mission or refuse an order, you'll be in trouble with the sect until you atone. And I rolled a seven. A seven. Could you read the seven result for me real quick one more time? Uh, you get a mission associated with the mystery, and if you do it, you'll get some info or help too. Okay, then I will I will get that to you when uh, all of you are kind of more firmly in it, and you. Okay. 
have reason to. It's not like uh, Chuck is just going to roll back around like, hey, before I leave, I have this weird thing to talk to you about. His eyes roll into the back of his head. (laughs) 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 But yeah, uh, as you are are, uh, waiting for the bus to come, uh, we see uh, Flinch pull up on his dirt bike with the the classic loud What do you do? When do you have a bike? Uh... Since, like, ten minutes ago, little time to explain. I need to head to my shed. You need to head to my shed. Bad stuff going on. Someone in trouble. You get June, I'll get Cassius. Uh, Okay, I I think there is, like, someone else waiting at the bus stop. (laughs) And they just go, like, we're friends. It's cool. Uh, And uh, (laughs) we'll... uh, I don't know where June li- lives. I, I don't know where uh, June. The bar hangs they work out. at. Okay. It, it's got like What's a, a dome shaped roof. It, it's the one with the dome shaped roof. Okay, I got it. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to find June. Sure. Uh, I believe you all also exchanged numbers uh, at, at dinner. Okay. I believe so. Okay. Uh, uh, and yeah. if you haven't, I mean, you're welcome to say that you, you you lost it or something, but if you want to just give everybody a no. call, you're more than welcome I f- to. I forgot that oh. you exchanged numbers. Okay, cool. Some oh, of you don't have phones. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, I think June only has a pager, and uh, yeah. In that case, back at you. Call them and meet me at my uh, storage shed. Okay, no problem, bud. You sure you're you're cool? Uh, cool isn't the best word for this. Uh, I'll be okay. Somebody's in trouble, and I just speed off. All right. <sighs> Great. <laughs> okay, I'll call June. Uh, you were uh June. As you are uh, uh, taking shots with uh, uh, James, who of you sitting across the bar, him now pouring and you comfortably sitting in one of the stools, uh, you've had a little bit to recover, but not too much. Uh, uh, as uh, I think your, I guess your pager goes off. I actually don't know how pagers work. You, is there a number associated with them? I don't. Do you know? I, do I know? Uh, Do you know how pages work? <laughs> you get like a little, this is the most like disgusting a little, a little millennial moment of my life. It's, it's, it's yeah. like the message spell in D anD. d All right, yeah. yeah, sure. You just get hey. like a sentence. All right. Okay, okay sure. What do you I, send? I, 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 think... I guess. Uh, fucking. Uh, uh, I think Beck. Uh, and then another message that just says call. Like, get a payphone or something. <laughs> uh, how hurt am I still, uh, Leland? Where where were you at last time? I was at five. I believe. Uh, yeah, then you're probably still there. I'll give you a, a helpful uh, minus one, so you're at four, as uh, a lot of it was uh, it's still like mental, you know, it's like a, a sort of dreamlike pain that has started to recede over time. And will likely continue to see it. I wouldn't call you unstable right now. Okay. Okay. So we yeah. we can both retain our harm, but we erase the unstable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, you neither of you were in lethal scenarios. None of you, neither of you, are bleeding out or anything. Uh, if I'm still at a four, I think I feel my pager go off, and I just like toss it. There's a a, a, a can a, like a raised eyebrow on James's face. Trouble in paradise. Uh, no, I'm sure everything's fine. Yeah, right. Well, to everything being fine, then. And he he gives like a little wink as he uh, I think he has like a martini glass which he he clinks on whatever you're holding. Yeah, I'm a uh, I'm gonna head back to my apartment and sleep this off. But all right. You have a lovely evening, and I'll be here, as always, if you need anything. Toodles. And, uh, Very pick, well. I uh, grab my jacket and uh, grab the pager, uh, still not looking at it, and head back to my apartment. Okay. Uh, you start heading that way, uh, and at the same time, uh, uh, Flint, how are you intending to find Cassius? Uh, we'll look for that car. Reasonable. It's a very uh, noticeable kind of stick-out car. As you are uh, uh, driving about uh, uh, through town, eventually, Cassius, where does does Dana live in town? How how is she on the the well-to-do scale? I think that she, as part of working as the main bartender for the engine room or at least one of them maybe rents a room above the engine room okay if that's a thing i don't know if it has apartments above it or not i mean yeah sure it's your it's your bar so absolutely yeah sure i'll I'll say that there's a uh uh like a little apartment that they rent out to her as part of uh working there i can't believe you're cheating on me with another bartender (laughs) well i don't think that i know you're a bartender yet (laughs) that's fair so in time uh, brilliant, yeah. Then I think uh, the interim is actually a place that you all uh, uh, almost went to uh, in in the earlier mystery. So I think it's a place that you know of and uh, is not too far from McGann Harbor. So when you start rolling around, you come across it rather quickly as uh, uh, you can see like a young woman outside helping bring in like a briefcase and things. And uh, I think there's uh, like a nearby trash can like not a few feet from it, just as like a parking lot trash can that has like a, uh, I assume a doll head sticking out of it. Does that seem right, Soren? Yeah. I think he tried to push it deeper in, but the trash can was too full, <laughs> so he just left it. <laughs> Perfect. And you, you pull up. Uh, Cassius from inside the, the building, uh, I think the stairs go through the bar in sort of an unfortunate uh, architectural design. Uh, so, uh, from inside, you do hear, like, the whirring of a, of a dirt bike. Huh. Well, that seems perfectly, uh, at place in this bar. <laughs> True. And Flint, you pull up. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. Do you know, uh, uh, Mr. Cassius? Unfortunately, why? Uh, I, 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 uh... Wait, I've, I've washed dishes for you before, haven't I? How am I? Yeah, what am I saying? Mr. O'Hare, yeah, are you okay? Do you, can I get you, we've got oh. some onion rings that no one ate, do you want them? Oh, I'm, I'm alright for now, I just, uh, I need to talk to okay. Cassius real quick. He owe you money? 
Uh, no, he, he helped me find that missing kid a little while back, and uh, I, I have another uh, uh, situation that I'd like him to help me with. No fooling. All right. Didn't know he was the type. All right, well, come on in. Uh, and she, like, motions to the bar. It's open, so she couldn't really have stopped you anyways. Uh, I, I walk in very quickly. Uh, do I see and, Cassius uh, when I go in? Cassius, what are you up to inside? I think Cassius, uh, being bored and not having anything to do, is, uh, just, like, obsessively tinkering with one of the toy trains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the old man uh, uh, has some, like, display ones outside, but he's definitely, like, quit for the night and, and gone to bed. Um, so some of the trains that are just out on display, you're fucking around with them as Flat, uh, Flint comes in. Oh, hello. Uh, Cassius, another situation. Uh, meet me at my, uh, uh, my storage shed. Domicile? Yeah, we'll call it that. All right, I'll uh, I'll be down as soon as I'm done with these trains. Yeah, sooner rather than later. Always one of those type of deals. Yeah, and I All just right. walk back out. By the way, I got a motorcycle now, and I just speed off. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Uh, Cassius, do you get in your car and, and head out? Yeah, but I'm gonna uh, keep the play train conductor's hat in my pocket. Beautiful. Uh, all right. As you start uh, speeding off towards uh, uh, the, the storage units, uh, June, what are you doing instead of going to this zone? Um, I think by the time I get to my uh, apartment, I'll use the payphone outside to, like, I'll check my pager and then I'll call Beck. Okay. Uh, Beck, you receive a phone call as normal. Nothing too strange going on yet. I think in the interim, when um, June had been ignoring their pager, uh, Beck had tried to like find them. I probably just by like googling the bar's name or something. It's like on the bus. Sure. Uh, hey, what's up? Yeah, I hey, mean, uh, you you pagered me. Right. What's up Sorry. with you? <laughs> it's been a long day. I, uh, look, Flint's kind of going on about something and he says that we should all meet up at his storage shed yeah that's not too far from my apartment uh you should come here and like get me though uh i don't have like a car or anything well i mean i don't I'm... mind like meeting up but yeah meet meet me here i gotta i gotta like lay down for a minute uh, okay i've had like you... i've had like eight fingers of whiskey is that, is that what cool people call shots? <laughs> uh, all right, good, good, good girl talk. I'll see you in a bit. Uh, fuck my apartment. It's uh, above the little Philadelphia diner. Uh, okay, great. Be there in a bit. All right, bye. Does it? Does everyone live above a place of uh, of eating? Or like a. I like, like a how every important uh, location is seemingly about fifty to twenty minutes away from each other. It's very convenient. It's very convenient. Hey, I <laughs> have a literal. I have a literal neighborhood that uh, <laughs> I get bonus points if I'm in. So. True. 
We're doing yeah, it for mine. Everything should be in that little everything should be in that like five block radius. Perfect. Uh, you yeah. eat bat wings. I'm scared of wherever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I ate a bat wing. You uh, take the bus down towards the little Philadelphia diner. Uh, and they talk about, you know, cheesesteaks and things. I live in Philadelphia. I don't actually know much about it. Uh, so <laughs> they have cool Philly food. Uh, uh, when you get there, they're, uh, you know, like, like the Red Booth style, like little bar milkshake style diner and everything's pretty chill. It's uh, a late night, so no one's really there. Most people who are are just like having a coffee before get there. There's like maybe a couple uh, like 14 year olds who like are cool and having coffee and staying out late, but aren't actually getting up to anything, you know? Mm -hmm. And you can kind of see them through the glass windows of the diner. Yeah, uh, I think uh, that just says that they're there to see June and tries to make their way upstairs. They allow you to, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like uh, a fire escape looking scenario. Cool. Yeah, you gotta go out around back. Uh, June? Like, knocking on the door. June? Can I talk about my apartment? You're, yeah, absolutely. All right, so uh, there's a- Oh my God, shag carpeting. Wow. <laughs> I would hate for you to have to yes and this. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, there's a rickety ass staircase leading up to a roof above the little Philadelphia diner. On the roof, there's a couple of plant beds in painter's buckets and um, cut in half beer kegs. The apartment itself mm -hmm. is maybe only 150 square feet. Um, uh, there's a small living area. The kitchen is a hot plate and a microwave and a coffee pot and a mini fridge. Uh, the walls are covered from floor to ceiling in occult texts, 70s horror comics, and gardening textbooks. All of the furniture is reclaimed in secondhand. None of it matches, but it uh, all feels aesthetically correct. Uh, it's not so much cottage core, but flannel library core. And uh, there is a cat named Mr. Darcy. And June is probably, like, passed out, like, on the bed. It's more of a futon than a bed. Uh, is your door, like, unlocked? Uh, yeah, I feel like June probably didn't lock it if they knew you were coming. Okay, yeah. Uh, Beck will just make their way inside. Hey, are you, uh, are you okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm having a, I'm having a rough one. Yeah, you know you can uh you can magic those away if you want. Yeah, I'm kind of like out of juice at the moment. Yeah, that's fair. And I think Beck like uh you know cracks their back uh like a fucking wad of bubble wrap because they've both had long trading days. Speaking of uh magic, where did uh if you don't mind me prying, where did you get your uh you're training there. I mean, I I really can't say. I've already said too much, or should I say have shown too much as it is. Gotcha. I don't imagine that's a question that you're like an eager beaver to answer either. Though I do have to assume that it's that weird guy. Oh, Oh, James, no, no, n nothing to do with him. Uh, have you ever heard of Alan Moore? The 
comic book author? Yeah, he's uh, he's my uncle. He taught me everything he knows. He's a wizard. Oh, well, out of all the authors, I'm sad it's Alan Moore. Uh, but... <laughs> Oh yeah, he's he's a real dick. Uh, and June yep. like gives you a wink, like they're they're being full of shit, and they they want you oh, to know that they're being full of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how's about we, I guess, try to heal up and then head over to Flint's weird shack. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. I guess. Uh, good. Uh, good. Uh, good hanging out. I mean, it's a nice place. I, I'm just worried that Flint has, like, I don't know, found a Dracula or something. Uh, I wonder if it's a goat man. Uh, like a Baphomet sort of situation? No, that's... I mean, maybe. I don't know. I was going to say not brand. sexy, but that, that felt, like, maybe too too real. <laughs> you know, we like, this is our first time hanging out, but... I, I feel like... Uh, there has to be like posters or or some sort of decor that kind of play June's sexy Satan hand for them. Honestly, <laughs> uh, I do have a murder board in the one corner, um, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's all of the clues that June has to like what James is. Uh, mm. So there is like probably like a Baphomet there. There's uh, a Tomb of Dracula comic. There's a Sandman comic. Um, uh, there's a like Pan's Labyrinth Guillermo del Toro like poster uh, and like lines connecting everything. Uh, there's a Christopher Reeve uh, Superman shuttle like picture. June has no idea what the fuck he is. Is that Casting just a, a picture of Steve Buscemi? <laughs> yeah, it's just a Steve Buscemi. Uh, what's up, my fellow kids? I'm James Pale. <laughs> Some, somewhere up, Flint is uh, smiling in approval <laughs> at your uh, murder board. Oh. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I think um, Beck is gonna try to maybe heal themselves and then I think is pretty eager to see what the fuck Flint's gotten up to. Yeah, I mean, uh, have at it. Uh, your uh, your body can naturally recover through a night's rest, uh, but uh, but yeah, for for right now, the only real way to get healing is through regular medical care or magic. Uh, yeah, I, I'm uh, just concerned because I'm at four. Yeah. Oh, you can reduce it by one, as as, as I said before. But yeah. Okay. June is gonna offer you like a snuff box of uh, like greenish, bluish, glowing crystals. While that does look cool as hell, um, your magic seems to be a little bit of a double-edged sword. Um, it looks a little uncomfortable. I'm, I think I'm good. All right, you're lost. You, you don't mind if I, though, right? Oh, please, go ahead. All right. Uh, that's an 8 plus 2 is a 10. Alright, yeah. Heal 1 as normal. Dope. 
Um, I'm gonna go get my uh, high heels and um, go into the bathroom and like redo my makeup and then uh, head for the door. Cool, cool, so, cool. Um, so does June change into high heels from like flats? Oh no, my my heels are enchanted so that uh, I always have like perfect balance when I'm wearing them. <laughs> Okay. I'm gonna push you over so often. <laughs> Beck uh, uh, takes like two Flintstone vitamin gummies and like shakes them in her hands like a pair of dice and gets an eight <laughs> and she'll pop them in her mouth and try to heal one heart. Okay, and choose a glitch. Uh, I, I do uh, maybe short duration. Okay. Uh, so if I, I, I uh, deal a harm to you, then I think most most reasonable thing is that wound can can open back up. But if you yeah. are able to get to a place of rest before then, then it, that won't happen. I, I like the idea of the next harm being especially um, strenuous because of uh, the Flintstone vitamins, because also I have the bottled up fire from our last oh, episode. Oh, I remember. Don't worry. <laughs> so I'm going to get really fucked up if I take a harm sometime soon. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, the the two of you head out uh, to go. I assume take the bus over to the the, the storage unit. It'll be a little bit before you get there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think we can walk. Sure. Uh, either either way, it'll still take a little while. Yeah, but Flint's uh, storage shed is in my neighborhood, so I can't imagine that it's far. It's got to be in a couple block radius. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'll take you like maybe uh, like as a normal walk, like 10, 15 minutes. Sure. Uh, yeah. And uh, by this time. Uh, Flint and uh, 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 Cassius, you both arrive, uh, and uh, uh, you see a a young uh, Louis Steele sitting there. He is sitting outside the the uh, the unit. He didn't go in, though. He you did give him the code. Uh, he's wearing like his his usual blue cap, gray jacket combo. Uh, he looks a little worse for wear. He looks a little pale, um, but he uh, looks you know clean. He lo- doesn't look like he's hurt or anything. Um, but he, he is like pacing back and forth as uh, as the two of you show up, and he goes, "Old old man O'Hare." Yeah, uh, that's me. You're Blarney. Yep. Oh man, I'm sorry about that shit I said or not said, uh, like ignoring you earlier. Oh, don't worry about it. That's kind of the point. And hey, uh, just. This kid, he isn't missing, right? Because uh, if he's missing and I find him, that's three, and three makes a pattern. And I'm worried that uh, finding three missing kids might uh, put up some alarm bells on people who otherwise might not uh, be concerned about me. No. Uh, he, he ain't yeah. missing. He's just in trouble. That's okay. Yeah, I, I came here from my parents' house. I'm sorry. Um, uh, and, and, and I'm sorry, who are you? Are you... Are you like a ghost hunter or something? You, uh, me? No, I was just a passing train conductor. <sighs> oh, he helps. Train in town? Uh, okay. He helps. He's clearly like doing some mental math here, um, but then like, you know, motions to like go inside. Um, he, he like gives his arms like a little shiver here and there. And I enter into the uh, little. Lock keypad thing six nine six nine. Rock on. 
<laughs> uh, go ahead and uh, what are your um, your haven tags, if you wouldn't mind? So my haven tags are. It has a lore library, which is descri- uh, described as uh, what you guys wind up seeing is a bunch of uh, magazines and books and murder boards and just organized chaos of sources of information, anywhere from ancient tomes to the Inquirer, with seemingly equal reading in each. Um, my second tag is armory, which is piles of weapons, uh, crowbars, iron spikes, a shotgun hanging on the wall, maybe a taser somewhere, and just junk that seems like it could be put together into something, as well as a pile of uh, artifacts that you can't really see which ones are real and which ones are from the flea market. Nice. And Flint probably doesn't know either. And then my last sure. is a uh, protection spell, meaning uh, supernatural creatures cannot enter. Uh, okay. And that is described by the door being covered in bumper stickers. Uh, Flint right, isn't right. sure which ones are magic and which ones aren't. And mm-hmm. it seems like his current pet project is there is a uh, a video game console with a sticky note on it that says Return to Beck, hooked up to a TV with the game Battletoads in it. Nice. And as Flint enters, he turns to the uh, to the kid and goes, remember how I was talking about the uh, gator people? Well, th- there's this whole theory that the gator people are th- what everyone's saying is lizard men. Uh, and Flint, people are- uh, as you're talking, uh, Lewis starts to go in and he is rebuffed. He stops dead right out the, the very edge of the entrance and he falls on his ass as he looks panicked and like uh, uh, raises his chest as he sucks in a bit of air and crawls a little bit backwards. You okay, kid? You, uh... I don't... Is, I don't, is I your don't shoelace know. untied to something? Um... Uh, what? Uh... S- sorry, sorry. I, I, my head hurts a little bit. I, uh, he stands back up again as he rubs his forehead, and he tries to walk in, this time with a little bit more force, and he stops dead as if he slams into a wall, and he falls back. What the fuck? Hey, that's some pretty good mime technique. No. I, I, I swear I'm not doing it. Flint's face looks pale, white as a ghost, and uh, he approaches the kid and goes, uh, Has anything bitten you lately? Have you looked in the eyes of anything you shouldn't have? And he pulls out a flashlight and looks into the kid's pupils, looks at his neck, his wrists... He uh, starts like looking over himself, and he, he you know, he says, I, I, "I don't think so." Um, at least I, I feel like I would remember, right? Like it, it would hurt or something. And he like shows off his arms, and seemingly nothing. Uh, that's the thing. A lot of times when they do this, you don't remember. Can I roll read a bad situation? Sure. Yeah, this would probably be pretty appropriate right now. 
eight. Eight. All right, on a seven to nine, hold one. Let me scroll down there. What's my best way in <laughs> to this kid? Uh, what's my, <laughs> oh, my best way out? He's 22. Uh, Gotta pay the troll toll. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. No! No! We this were all thinking canceled. it. We were all what? thinking it. Sword was the oh. only one brave enough to say it. What's my... What's my best way out? Is Dayman are, a cryptid? Are there... <laughs> Nightman is. What's uh, my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? And what's the best way to protect the victim? You can choose one. And if you act on the answers, get plus one ongoing while the information is relevant. I think what I'm going to go with, uh, for now at least, is are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Sure. So this kid uh, couldn't enter into the monster zone, but has no perceivable monstrous effects on him. After Flint is giving him, like, you know, the once over, and he doesn't seem, like, super long or anything, or, like, uh, changing colors or anything, uh, there are any dangers you haven't noticed is that, uh, uh, <clears throat> this kid probably, uh, has some sort of, like, uncontrolled, like, monstrous effect that will pop out of him later if you don't know what you're doing. Uh, so the only dangers we haven't noticed is that uh, uh, this kid, who doesn't know what's going on, or uh, I keep saying this kid, this young man, uh, who doesn't know what's going on, uh, could hurt you without realizing that he's about to, and will not remember it when it happens. And uh, it's, it's, it, will be, it will be unpredictable. There is no moment where you can tell necessarily that it's about to happen. Gotcha. That makes sense? I think so. I have I have an idea of what I think you're saying. And I think that's about as much as Cassius would have, so. Yeah. Uh, uh. I'm going to be like, uh, I think, uh, I don't know. I think we might want to act quick. I don't know what's yeah. going on, but it seems uh, like it's a time efficiency thing. Cassius, there's a stack of books on the left side of my bookshelf. Uh, it specifically uh, references possession and then there's another book next to it that references uh, infectious monsters. Can you bring them both to me? Cool, and cool. It, either of those have anything about cursed dolls, perchance? I have a different book for that. We can talk about that later. Okay. Uh, and what the I would hell like are you talking about. I would like to use uh, investigate a mystery with the plus one from my lore library. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, looking for the books. Can I try to help? Yeah, that's, that seems appropriate. Go ahead and roll cool. Don't you automatically help with the power of heart? It only applies when you're fighting the monster. Ah. Uh, I rolled a 12 for helping. Damn. Rock on. Add a one. All right, so my investigative mystery is going to have a grand total of plus five with my sharp. Hell yeah. And with an 11, that makes it a 16? <laughs> There's no added bonuses until you get an advanced move, but for sure. Yeah, you, you both just... change into librarian costumes. <laughs> Flint dresses up like Giles from Buffy, and Cassius is wearing like a sexy short skirt. Librarian. Oh. <laughs> you pull out like I like, a. I like this alternate costume. You pull out like a whiteboard out of nowhere, and you're just like, well, here's the problem with you, kid. Uh, but, anyways. 
uh, on a on a, a ten plus hold two. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What is it going to do? And what is being concealed here? I'm going to go with what happened here, as far as like what got this kid into this situation, and okay. and I'll figure out what the next question is based on your response to that. Sure. I, I do imagine that you probably have to talk to him a little bit further yeah, uh, down the yeah. line to kind of get some explanation here. Uh, and, and what happened here, uh, he explained on the internet that uh, he, he thinks he did something bad. And he he says, um, well, I, I uh, you know, a, fr- a friend of mine let me uh, borrow their, their boat so I could take some, some pictures out on the sea uh, for, for projects for school. Uh Everything seemed fine, I, I think. And uh, after a little while, you know, just relaxing, let the, the sun go down, and uh, you okay? And um, the next thing I know, I, I, I wake up, the boat is crashed, and uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if things are bad. And he he goes into like a little regressive state where he's a little bit you know in like a state of shock. And you get the vibe that maybe some time has passed since this incident. Like he ran and hid for a while. Uh, and as you you kind of coax him through it and you read some books, uh, that uh, what happened here is that in some way the a, a monster of some kind uh, must have uh, taken control of him. He then did something presumably really bad. Uh, and, and then he woke up, so he either uh, engaged in a monstrous behavior or helped a monster. Alright, here's here's a question. Is this the first time you've lost your memory like this? Yeah, have, yeah for have, sure. There, there's never been in the recent week any five minutes where you I, just... I mean, who, who doesn't forget things, right? I, you know, I... I I don't know if this is important or not, but every now and again I I smoke weed and sometimes I, you know, lose my memory there. Uh, Who doesn't, kid? Okay. He does feel a little bit better, I think, uh, visibly, but it's still, you know, in a bit of a state of shock. And I think about this time as you guys are going through your books, uh, uh, Beck and uh, uh, June, you can be walking towards, but Flint, go ahead and ask your second question and we'll get through that and you guys can all collect. Is there anything... I haven't noticed. Oh, that's a read a bad situation. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Uh, yep. Bleh. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What can it, what is going to do? What's being concealed here? What is being concealed here? Uh, for sure. Uh, I think uh, as you are, are coasting through this and, and reading your books, the problem here is not that um, this kid individually did something bad. I mean, that's that's, of course, bad. Uh, but as you're uh, reading books of situations where people lose their memory and do monstrous things or help a monster in some way, that there must be some overarching creature, some sort of like mother creature that spawns this behavior or this monstrosity or something. So what is being concealed here is that whatever caused uh, uh, Lewis to destroy this boat uh, uh it is doing this to more people and this problem will continue until uh, it is either stopped or, or what have you but uh, Lewis is not the first person that this is going to has happened to and there will definitely be more alright I, I relay that to Lo- I relay uh, everything that I found out to Lewis 
trying to be as gentle as possible and trying to sound less like a raving lunatic than I do on side streets. For sure. All right, so what, whatever's whatever's got its hooks in you, you're not the only person it has its hooks in, and you're not the only person it's going to have its hooks in. I don't know if that should make me feel better or not. It shouldn't make you feel better, and it shouldn't make you feel worse. The reason I'm okay, telling good. you this, the reason I'm telling you this is because I have a question for you. Okay. Do you do you want to do something about it, or do you just want to let us do something about it? Uh, Beck and June, I think you hear that, and and uh, you guys hear the like the clicking of the heels as they're walking down the the sort of concrete floor that is the storage units. Uh, foundation, as uh, Lewis says, I, I, I don't know. I, I I just know I don't want to do. I want to remember things, and I don't want to hurt anybody, and I don't want to. I, I don't want to get hurt myself, you know. Uh, when know. when Flint hears the other two show up, there is a very visible sigh of relief, and he looks a lot less pale all of a sudden. Turns to the kid and just goes, "Well, I have some good news. The big guns are here." We both look super fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we both went through hell very recently. June's eyes were on fire and Like, I probably still have blood all over me. Oh, I guess that was all in my head, but yeah, I still look uh, fucky. Beck is yeah. pulling gum out of her hair. Uh, Lewis is sitting hey. on the ground, like in a little bit of a fetal position and rubbing his arms. Hey, hey, boys, uh, the girls are here. Uh, what's going on? I pull you to the side, uh, helicopter whirls, and I explain everything we just went through. Perfect. Okay, so we'll have Cassius start digging a grave. Um, no, we're saving the kid. I guess you want to put him down? Or? We're saving the kid. Oh, okay. uh-huh. great joke, Lewis has, like, s- stood up and is, like, backing away and is look- looking like they might be thinking about running. Oh. oh, Lewis, it was a joke. Calm down. What the fuck is wrong with you? Sorry, I'm not good with kids. I'm 22. Jesus. You're 22? <laughs> yeah, I'm a senior in college. June takes out a flask and is like, here, just start drinking this. We're going to get this sorted. I don't think they take it. I think they, like, don't... <laughs> trust you right now and uh yeah all right june will drink it uh and uh, then offer some to cassius oh why thank you i will gladly drink with you uh in the meantime though is there somewhere we could place this uh not kid but uh adolescent male uh chalamet where since he doesn't seem to be able to enter this uh container chalamet Chalamet protected okay. the last person, or at least tried to, helped us save him. Maybe, maybe if we go meet up with them, they could keep an eye on the kid while we. Before anything else, uh, I pull. I pull Beck and June aside and make sure we are out of earshot of the kid. What? What's up? Is there any magic you guys know that can help? break possession or anything like that that maybe you could try yeah I, I haven't actually like 
tried it before? It's been real theoretical. Um, um I don't know about that. I could try and observe a time or place and see what happened to him when he crashed his boat. That's a great idea. Uh, Beck, you want to handle the possession thing, and I'll try and. I can try. See I what happened to him. If this is a like the person is becoming monstrous, I don't know if it'll work. But like, if it's a curse, then maybe. I, I don't know. I'll give it a go though. Uh, June, to do the observe another time, you'll have to be at the place. Uh, he he does know where <laughs> he crashed, so he could tell you. Uh, but you would have to go there. Gotcha. All right, so order of operations, I say, try to break curse and or possession. If that doesn't work, drop him off with Chalamet, and then we head to the location of the uh, incident so June can look into it. And that I say loud enough for the, uh, the kid to hear, so at least he has the comfort of, we have a plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, as they as they call over the kid, I'm gonna finish my conversation with him, which is basically like, and then George takes the golf ball out of the whale's blowhole, cause Kramer had actually gotten it in the, and he had been pretending he was a marine bio. Isn't it Seinfeld so great? <laughs> uh, go go ahead and uh, run me manipulate a person. I think just to, I assume you're trying to calm him down and get him to uh, think about other things. Sure, that's a <laughs> let's pretend I had a motive with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> seven. Uh, seven. On a, a seven to nine, they'll do it, which is calm down, but only if you do something right now to show that you, you mean it, like you're trying to, you know, help him. Kramer like... impression. Anyway, <laughs> do you want to borrow my box set of Seinfeld? Only for five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do something, not say something. Uh, fine, you can borrow my box set of Seinfeld for free if you'd like. It's helped me through some tough times. <laughs> and do I'm you, gonna go get my just, like, have it in your side fell from my truck. I have everything I own in my <laughs> truck. <or> my car. <laughs> that is all I own. Okay. Uh, you you hand him this box of uh, uh, Seinfeld DVDs. Uh, VHS. 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 <laughs> I like that we were in sync with that. That was good. <laughs> Uh, you hand him this box of Seinfeld VHS tapes, uh, and he, he looks at them, uh, and there's, like, a, a momentary calculation of, like, do I have anything that could use these? Probably. Uh, but, but as you, you kind of put it into his arms, and he's, he, he kind of sees what you're doing and does try to distract himself by, like, looking through the, the, the tapes. And he takes a deep breath and gives you, like, a little, thanks. <clears throat> oh, no problem. Anyway, what are those guys talking about, you think? Something good, I hope. Uh, hey, Lou. Uh. Hey, how you, how you doing? Uh, good. Do you go to my school? Uh, no, I, 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 I don't. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. You just looked like you were, never mind, like my age or something, I don't know. Uh, a little, uh, I'm a little older, uh, but, you know. Sure. Anyway, uh, I think Beck has become self-conscious about how we keep calling a person who's only four years younger than them the kid, <laughs> and is very much like, I'm the adult in this situation. Um, uh, <laughs> Beck starts fishing around in their lunchbox um, and pulls out a slap bracelet. Uh, okay. Hey, Lou, I, I want to, like, try something. 
to perhaps fix this sort of arcane affliction of yours. Uh, I'm sorry? Well, I, well, the thing is, bud, is that you may be cursed. So so magic is real. We're just going to say, that. okay, good, yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I, if you've already sort of partially digested monsters, just think I don't of know. this I as don't a know. chaser. <laughs> okay, what? Uh, I'm going to walk over to the kid and, like, pull a coin out from behind his ear and then, like, flick it to him. Like, see, magic's real. Well, how'd you, you do I, that? The, the coin hits him in the face as he, like, like is confused and is looking at the slab race that looks at you as you pull the coin out. And they, he doesn't try to catch it. Like, he just doesn't think to. And he, there's a, a momentary thud on his as he staggers back. He doesn't stagger back, but, like, he jolts a little. Oh, sorry. Um, it's very cool, though. Magic. <sighs> This this is a uh, this is June. Their bedside manner is a work in progress. Uh, I did notice that. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Do I have like your permission to, to try something that might help you? Anything, yeah. What whatever. Uh, get, is he gonna like restore my memory? Is that what's gonna happen? I, well, uh, if you are being possessed or you're cursed, I- I'm gonna try to get rid of that condition. Okay, sure. Uh, and Beck is, is going to try to use magic uh, to banish a spirit or curse from the person, object, or place it inhabits. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, nice. 12-13. Um, Beck uh, slaps the bracelet on, uh, takes a, a deep breath, mutters structure and discipline uh, under her breath, and her hand um, slowly goes translucent um, and it becomes intangible and Beck reaches her ghost hand into Lewis uh, like near his solar plexus and is trying to grab and pull out uh, whatever potentially may be haunting him. Okay. Uh, as you do so, uh, the magic is strong. You know it's uh, this is the correct way to do it. You followed the rules, and nothing comes out. So you know for a fact he's not cursed or possessed by anything. I did not think that we would solve it in episode one. So sure, for what it's worth, it Lewis is not the monster. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, that didn't work. Uh, but hey, you're not cursed, so that's cool. Very cool. Very cool. I was kind of hoping it would kind of be one and done. Like, you just do that and I'd be safe, though. Yeah. Yeah. What if we all just, like, shove real hard and try to get him in the container? No, that ain't gonna work. I put a lot of time making sure that nothing... Yeah, but if we all push really, really hard, it might work like a colander, where we push only him through and then leave the other part behind. I don't know how this whole thing works. If that wasn't clear. If there was... If there was some secondary sort of, like, intelligence or, or spirit, like, lurking within Lewis, we would have been able to just pull it out. So that's not the case, so that's cool. Uh, okay. So now we just follow a different lead, and we don't colanderize him. All right, we had two other, we had two other uh, plans that we said we could go, we would go with. If this didn't work, we were going to go uh, check with Dr. Charlemagne and uh, 
then we were going to go to the location that this happened. Sounds good. All right. Regulators, mount up. Regulators? You never saw Young Guns? No. Damn. All right, uh, borrow Cassius's uh, VHS of it. Yeah, yeah, I think I might have lost that one, but I'll, I'll see if I can find it. All right. Anyway. <laughs> There's a quick cut to Lewis's eyes as the most ADHD conversation he's heard tonight as he goes on. <laughs> as he clearly is going through some doubt of like, are these people going to be able to help me? I think that uh, uh, Beck is like trying to pry the slap bracelet off of their wrist and it's stuck and they still have like a ghost hand. Uh, uh, they like finally like uh, uh, rip it off and they like fall backward and like their hand goes back to normal and the slap bracelet like burns up <laughs> into the ether and I don't imagine Lewis feels inspirited no I mean no, um, I mean on the one hand we're a bunch of bumbling fools on the other hand he just literally watched somebody's hand turn into a ghost and reach into him yeah he a lot's going on for him right now. He's like, and monsters are real, and magic is real. Awesome. And the people that do magic and are going to help me are maybe not the brightest. Uh, you sure you still don't want that drink, Lewis? Uh, well, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, like, give him, like, uh, I reach into my coat and, like, pull out a different flask, uh, Wait, no, that one's holy water. Uh, <laughs> this one. There you go. <laughs> Their eyes widen. <laughs> okay. Eh. They they take a swig, but it's it's fast. Like they're like, and did it. Okay, here you go. Oh, uh, that's actually gonna help you, Lewis. Uh, a lot of times oh, you yeah. can only see these things through the corner of your eyes. Having some sort of impairment, like I told you before, helps you see them. Oh, okay. Um. I, I'd never heard of that before. Yeah, that's why I'm like fucked up ninety percent of the time. Yeah, yeah, um, me too. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> yep. Are you guys like some sort of like secret under the cover of night order or something? Uh, we're uh, we're somewhere between the Scooby Gang from Buffy and the Midnight Suns from Tomb of Dracula. Okay. Uh, when you when you put it in context of like uh, uh, popular culture, it it does make it more sense to him, as he's like ah references that I can I can put yeah. to this that makes sense to me. Okay. Yeah, we we kind of teamed up by accident a little while back with uh you know the author in town, Doctor Charlemagne. Charlemagne, yeah. Charlemagne, yeah. Sorry, uh, Charlemagne, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, we we work with him. We're also he, friends with Swamp Thing. We okay, are. Is there is <laughs> is like everyone in this town like secretly something? Is that what's going on? I don't it really think seems so. Like it. I don't I think have so. Several theories, but I don't. I don't know. Uh, you guys, you guys keep bantering. I'm gonna go see if I can get my car started because uh, that is a very real concern. Uh, you give have me about been five drinking. minutes. Well, I'm just gonna start it. Okay, I'm just saying, Flint might have to drive. Or back. thought Flint had his cool little bike. Anyway, I'm going to see if my car starts. Your car starts. Nice. <laughs> All right, let, let's, let's 
head to Chalamet. If I need to, I'll drive. I don't, I don't like you drinking and driving, Cassius. I had like a sip. Backseat, Cassius. Uh, fine. I can't, I can't even see it, sit in the front seat. <laughs> no, you get to sit it, with the seat is, that has rubber part. bands and paper clips as a seatbelt. Oh, he's gonna begrudgingly climb back into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you all get in the car, I guess. Uh, and uh, uh, Lewis, as, as I guess, I'm assuming sitting in like the middle back seat, like uncomfortably squished up between two of you. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Or okay. All right. So yeah, you want to go down to the harbor, take a left down at the to, to the beach side there, and I'll, I guess I'll walk you to it. It's not like a it's not like a tourist place or anything. It's not a place you can like park your car. All right. Okay. Works for me. Oh, are we taking the kid with us? Or are we dropping the kid off? Uh, I think we should take him with us so that he can at least show us where everything went down. Cool. And then we'll go meet up with uh, Chalamet once we have more information. Okay. As you start driving, uh, uh, the the rain noticeably starts to fall. It's a it's a light pitter patter here and there, but as you get closer to the beach, it starts to pick up a little bit. Uh, and, and curiously, as you're driving along, uh, you pass car after car, uh, and on your your windshields, uh, whoever's driving. Uh, on your on your windshield, you start to notice that the the rain occasionally, as the the wipers scrape it, takes a green tint, and then it's away, and then the rain will wash, and it'll be clear again, and and it's fine. But every now and again, it's it streaks in a green, and swipes away. Uh, and uh, uh, we see that Lewis every now and again starts to have like breathing problems, and and Lewis does need an inhaler, and he does take it. He like has it on him. Uh, and, and, and during those times, he takes it just to be safe because he doesn't know what's going to go wrong. So he's trying to be like cautious here. Uh, and the camera cuts to fellow drivers in other cars who are driving along, and they never see this. It always looks nice and, and, and clear. It's still rain, so it's still a, a lower visibility, but otherwise, fine. I would like to read a bad situation with that green rain. How about it? That's oh plus. yeah, sorry about uh, the green rain coming in. Uh, the convertible top kind of got stuck down in 2001, <laughs> so. <laughs> Soren, if you make it canon that we can never put the top up on your car, <laughs> you are putting us in so much danger. <laughs> I'll get it fixed eventually. Oh god. All right. Uh, oh boy. That's a that's a seven plus sharp, so that's a ten. Alrighty, uh, what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Is there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's the most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? <laughs> uh, danger I haven't noticed. Uh, so, uh, Lewis's uh, body starts to, like, uh, what's the word? Hyperventilate a little bit when the green appears. I think you are being hypervigilant for anything that might affect him right now, and it catches you that those two are clearly related. Uh, so whatever um, uh, problem that he might face is specific to that. Like, that might be the activator for whatever thing he does. Uh, what's the best way to protect the victim, the victim being Lewis? Uh, make sure he doesn't... Uh, I think you can see that it's... Uh, 
as the water rolls down and is discolored that uh, before it gets hit, there's like, it's, it's sort of like a green polony situation. Like it's very, very tiny specks that when mixed with water make it green and what have you. The specks are potentially breathable. Uh, evident by his his body's uh, immediate response to like start breathing really heavy. Uh, so the best way to protect him is to prevent him from breathing it, which means uh, going outside right now can be dangerous for him. Whoops. Uh, hmm. I'd like to use preparedness properly for the first time. Okay, you still have one more read a bad situation question if you'd like. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, best way in, best way out. Uh, would I be able to use best way in with uh, what is the best way to get him to the location without him breathing in this shit? Um, I suppose so. Uh, if you, uh, uh, there is a specific, um, like district where there's like a lot of covered awnings and things like that. That uh, to and the the buildings are very high, so they block the rain fairly well. Uh, and I think you can tell that uh, it normally might spread in the wind or something like that, but because there's heavier rain, it's making it spread a little bit faster. So if you take uh, the route to the beach that is uh, more industrial and has higher buildings like that, you should be okay for the ride. All right, and I would just like to use preparedness real quick to uh, potentially solve a situation. So... Uh, you have Four. a plus one on going to it because you, you read a bad situation. Yep, and it's plus sharp, so this is going to be a total of plus four for my roll. Mm-hmm. Didn't need the plus four because it's a 11 to begin with. Okay, uh, what's the, the weird object? I reach into a uh, bag that I have on me, and I have a, uh, a small respirator, like a uh, gas mask. Okay, cool, 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 cool. For like uh, he, he happily, when you're when you're dealing with uh insecticides and shit. Makes sense. He he takes it and, and puts it on and you someone in the back probably has to like, help him adjust it because he's never worn one before. Okay. Um but yeah, he, he absolutely takes it and that should reasonably stop him from breathing whatever the thing is in. And and June, do you wanna uh throw a spell out of here? Uh yeah, can I bar the car to stop this uh Entity from entering it. Let me take a look at that. Because it does say, uh, bar a place or portal to a specific person or a type of creature. And I don't know if the rain is a creature. The, the rain might not be, but I the think pollen. Uh, I'm willing to count stuff. the pollen as like, yeah, for sure. Go for it. So cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, I am going to, uh, take out a uh, a knife and just start carving into the dashboard a uh, a sigil um and as I do I slowly chant under my breath uh Rosenquat ja and that is going to be a eight eight okay go ahead and choose a glitch uh, the effect is weakened, the effect is for short duration. You take one harm, ignore armor. The magic draws immediate, unwelcome attention, but it's a problematic side effect. Uh, I'll take a harm uh, to seal the sigil. I'll uh, cut the top of my arm with the knife and then rub my blood into it. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Just mark it, <laughs> however, rub whatever bodily fluids you want in here. Sure. 
Oh, that uh, that only increases the value, my friend. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it has no value at this point, <laughs> so anything is really an improvement. We we cut ten years ahead to a dealership, and the guy is like, "Hmm, is this wizard blood? <laughs> ten thousand dollars." <laughs> You can uh, uh, yeah. tell some sap on a forum that this was uh, used on the set of Supernatural. Beautiful. <laughs> that is good. I do like where your head's at. <laughs> uh, uh, June, what does the magic effect of it look like? Um, I think uh, as the rain is coming down, um, it's hitting like a bubble outside of the car that no one can see. And, like, the green pollen is, like, sapped out of the rain, and just now the water is coming through. That's exactly what I was imagining. Perfect. Yeah. It's like a, like a colander situation. You're, like, filtering it out uh, as, as the water still drips through the car, I guess. It's a shitty car. Uh, but the, it, is, it is clean and not green. If, uh, if the kid leaves the car, he's got the gas mask, and if he stays in the car, he's safe. Okay. Okay, he says from inside the mask. And you guys pull up to the beach. Uh, the The rain has uh, is pretty s- stable at this point. It's still doing its thing, but it's not like it's not like as you got closer, it got harder or anything like that. It is. There's no implication that like the monster controls the rain. Like that's a coincidental. Uh, we uh, can see in the distance the industrial shipyard of of, uh, of McGann Harbor. Uh, we see that uh, it is really late at night. No one's out. There might be some people underneath, like, the docks here and there who are, like, I don't know, doing drugs or something. Uh, but for the most part, it's, it's it's really empty. Rad. I wave to a few of them. They're like, hey, what's up? As the kid wearing the gas mask is like, he's, he, like, lifts his jacket to hide his face a little bit more. And his face, his head, because he's still wearing the mask. As you yeah. guys uh, exit and start kind of making your way out. The beach is relatively quiet, save for the rain. Uh, you guys are getting relatively wet from it, for sure. The night sky is, is fairly dark. It's not like there's much of a moon out to speak of. But otherwise, uh, you guys, if you have like phone lights or anything like that, you should be fine. Lewis guides you along the the water's edge towards uh, where it's it is less developed. Like there's still like cliffside here and there where it becomes more rocky and less like a a serviceable beach for tourists. Uh, is there anything you guys do on the way? Uh, I think Beck kind of like rubs her chin uh, and goes to Lou and says, "Hey, hey, Lou, do you mind if I yeah. look at your inhaler for a second? Sure. And they they take it out and. Um, it gets wet, which is not good. Uh, 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 you know, Beck will try to, like, hold it maybe under her hoodie or something. Uh, but I want to try to, um, cast magic using uh, that old black magic, where, um, when yeah. I use magic, I can uh, use a question from Investigate a Mystery. Cool, go for it. Thunk, that is. Uh, that's a, that's a ten, baby. Cool, cool, cool. All right, go ahead and ask one question. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? Also, what does it look like when you do this? Uh, and what can it do? What can hurt it? Where can it go? What is it going to do? What is being concealed here? And I will, of course, answer with the, the, the available information. I think that, you can that uh, Beck takes a puff of the inhaler. Um, There's like a noticeable reach as they, <laughs> as Lewis is like, hey, what? Well, uh, you know my medicine. Uh, um, and uh, their eyes 
kind of like white out for a second. Uh, and my question is, what happened here? Because I'm concerned that the inhaler has been tampered with. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> you uh, uh, start taking a breath and you can kind of get like an innate sense uh, through your, your whole body here as you can feel this uh, medicine uh, course through you, and you don't need it, but it does have uh, mild adrenalines in it, so it does actually hype you up a little bit. Uh, and the uh, the inhaler is is relatively safe. Uh, it's it's not the, the 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 problem you're looking for. It is the fact that he he has breathing problems and is uh, uh, would reasonably take a lot of this stuff in, like whatever uh, this pollen substance is would absorb a lot of it in a really short amount of time uh, if he like ended up hyperventilating and having to uh, use it. So uh, you can tell that uh, this activation requires a large dose of the sort of pollen in the air to take effect. So using the inhaler is like basically harmful only because it's taking the pollen in? Yeah, uh, the, the inhaler itself isn't inherently harmful until it got stuff in it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, like, I, I know that you need the, the medicine, but I would maybe, like, try to hold out and just use the mask for now. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. That makes sense. And I'll give him his inhaler back. <laughs> Puts in his pocket. Anytime Beck is using magic around June... June is studying her, not in like a predatory or creepy way, Mm -hmm. but in an academic, extremely curious kind of way. And also maybe a little bit like a, uh, you know, two fighters who train in the same gym, like Mm. they got technique and, you know, if we ever do have to go toe to toe, like. June is just constantly watching back when they are casting. Gotcha, gotcha. On the opposite side of that spectrum, Cassius has never actually <laughs> seen anyone do magic. <laughs> He's always conveniently cleaning his fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> I have made explosions. Yeah. Cassius gets like um like push notifications like on his phone <laughs> and starts reading like garbage articles that like mean nothing and he gets distracted by his weather app. this article from about this woman in Florida who fought an alligator? It's crazy. Uh, yeah, for sure. Cassius does that thing, like, if there's, like, uh, like an apocalypse going on, he just happens to, like, oh, here's a coin, and he, as he bends over, like, a bullet <laughs> flies over his back. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah. You guys, uh, as, as you do this, and you warn uh, Lewis about using anything that might be uh, contaminated, you uh, see in the distance... Uh, the remnants of the the crash that he had uh, mentioned where uh, some of it has been sucked away into the sea by this time like it might have been a few days uh, and, and as you approach you can see exactly what I described in the intro where uh, a lot of it has caved in there are uh, like scrapes and large punctures here and there it's, real, it's pretty dark out so it's still hard to see and it's you know raining so yeah what do you do? June, I believe, uh, this is your show now. All right, uh, hey, Lewis, let me see your arm there, sport. They lift their arm up. 
uh, I like rip out uh, some arm hair. They go, ah, what the hell? Sorry, uh, need that. Uh, just a second. And uh, June is going to take out of their coat a thing of raw goat's milk. Um, little, little, like, vial of it. Uh, put the hair in there, shake it up, and down it. And as they do that, they chant, Quasta Nook Ja! Ah, I dropped the die. It's gone forever. Oh, uh, that is going to be a seven. Not my best roll. Okay, uh, seven. Uh, go ahead and choose a glitch. Same as before. Uh, the effect is weakened. The effect is of a short duration. You take one harm, ignore armor. Magic draws immediate unwelcome attention, and it's a problematic side effect. Uh, I... Th- well, my go-to is always take one harm. Uh, I am yeah, at a four spot. harm. Uh, so I'm going to say uh, unwelcome attention. Uh, okay. Uh, as you, What does it look like as you cast this magic one more time? I probably like sat down in the sand uh, as I was chanting and um, started like meditating because uh, I'm observing a different time. So I think maybe like my body is here, but my spirit is not anymore. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Uh, as you exit your, your body in a way, and as uh, time seems to, to roll back rapidly, as we see uh, sun come up and down and up and down, we see two days go by, about the time that, that uh, Lewis had described when he took the boat out for the first time. We see uh, a normal, stable Lewis. Uh, excitedly, he has uh, brought over on like a, a wagon, uh, a, a set of like cameras, tripods, and uh, and you know various things for for recording, uh, and everything seems pretty normal. He has like a backpack with some snacks and water in it. There is a uh, uh, like uh, a friend of his who uh, just like throws him the keys, tells him go have fun. Uh, if you want to uh, take it any longer, just give me a call, something like that. Uh, lines tend to go dead out that far. Should be okay. So uh, just drive a little bit back, and I'll give you a call. And it's it's just like a uh, like a normal like seemingly situation. And if you want to get uh, any real information here, I want you to roll investigate a mystery. Is that sharp or cool? Sharp. 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 Okay. Yeah. I guess my sharp and cool are the same, so it doesn't matter. I don't know why I sure. asked. Um. <laughs> that's a six, baby. I'd like to help out. <laughs> Explain to me how you help out. Drink this goat potion with me. Uh, I can't do magic, so no. Um, well, first of all, goat potion, Goshen. But, uh, what I will do is I will, uh, rub their back and try (laughs) to, like, keep you from getting sick while you're in your, uh, strange goat's milk fueled uh, haze. Perfect. I like that. Uh, uh, June, prior to this, you can kind of feel this, like, as your your vision is getting in, it's getting blurry and flickery uh, as you can feel, uh, even though you're you're not connected to your body, your spiritual self starts to bubble up a little bit, like your stomach is like, hey, maybe that was a bad idea. And if you, if you did vomit, you would immediately lose connection to the spell. You can feel some potentially relief here. Flint, what do you get? Uh, that is my third 11 for the evening, so all those terrible rolls I made before we started playing 
Uh, I guess got all my bad luck out. Congrats. Uh, then yeah, brings that up to a, to a, a seven. Uh, June, you don't mark experience, but you do get to ask a question. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here? What sort of creature is it? Perfect. Uh, as the uh, as you uh, observe uh, Lewis take off, <clears throat> you uh, notice that he he coughs here and there. Uh, he takes water. Uh, he takes uh, notice he takes like some allergy pills and takes a, a cough drop and seems fine and content. He kind of the type to like you know push through whatever's going on. Uh, and he he gets on the boat. Uh, <clears throat> he. Uh, uh, he takes off, and uh, a significant amount of time passes. Like, uh, we see that uh, everything is, is pretty much okay. Uh, we don't see, like, any storm or something or, or magical blast or anything like that. Uh, all we see <clears throat> is uh, eventually the boat returns with no one manning it. It just cuts into the sand and sticks there, and we hear the motor hum, and stay going like it pushes up against the dirt but it can't go because it's run aground and uh, eventually that uh, uh, like the person who rented Lewis the boat uh, uh, like runs over to like check uh, for, for signs of what happened the, uh, the camera gear is gone the food that he had is gone uh, there's a noticeable amount of water in the boat uh, <clears throat> and the 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 vision flickers for a second as you feel your stomach like start to bubble up again. And uh, uh, before you know it, there's this uh, great splash of blood as this person is immediately torn asunder. Through magical vision alone, you can kind of start to perceive pieces as uh, a hand comes flying into the dirt. They are then thrown into the water. Blood fills the water. Uh, we see the boat has been smashed through to get to this person after they try to uh, uh, claw themselves out uh, in, uh, onto the sand to safety. There is uh, no chance for a scream as uh, uh, they are sucked back under the water. Blood sprays out, and you hear this like low uh, rumble. You see this uh, uh, long, uh, green, clawed hand with scales running along it. And what sort of creature is it? This is some kind of were-gator. And I shit you not, I've had this planned for months, and y'all have been making jokes about it the entire time. What have wow. I done? <laughs> we have Every one of you made a joke about a were-gator, and I was like, did I talk about it? Did I mention it at some point when we were joking about planning? <laughs> did I say it in my sleep? <laughs> wow. Nope. Y'all, it's yeah. fucking Leatherhead. <laughs> oh, well, no, because leather, Leatherhead's a good guy. I thought Leatherhead was a good guy. In the IDW comics, Leatherhead, like, eats a bunch of innocent people. Oh, dip. I've only seen that bad Lewis, 2012 Lewis, like, sits cartoon. down and holds his head, and he starts rocking back and forth. What the fuck is a Leatherhead? Gator person. Yeah, we got a, we got us, uh, like, June, like, sputters forth and, like, spits up and throws up everywhere. Uh, uh, re reaches their hand out to get up off the ground. Lewis is thrown up into the mask. It's like loosing some fluid out the sides. Oh, no. All right, uh, we need to get them into the car, and we need to remove that mask. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. It's, it's, it's good. Uh, yeah, we got us a Gatorman. 
Holy shit, we should get that lady from Florida that just fought a gator. <laughs> I'll look at my phone and see if that article has contact information. I'd like to use oops. Uh, <laughs> Cassius, I say this without exaggeration. Uh, we are never on the same page. <laughs>